What is up and welcome in to the Easy Smoke and the GM Podcast. I'm your host, Ezra McCann, and I'm joined, as always, by my outstanding co-hosts. He's a Chicago Public League legend. He's a Simeon legend. He's a Grambling State legend. He is swack. He was the second baseman for the Tigers back in the day. He was actually all swack. Is Brandon Williams, a.k.a. Coach Smoke. And we've got our NFL draft analyst for NBC Sports Chicago. You can catch all his work at NBCSportsChicago.com and the My Teams app. He's Glenn Morgan. He's our GM. Gentlemen, what's going on? How you guys doing? Man, doing better than a lot of people and maybe not as good as others. Hey, man, that was, that was a hell of an intro in the wake of <laughs> in the wake of what's going down in swag country right now. <laughs> well, we we definitely go, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that tonight. Uh, but let's start with uh, the beloved Bears, who um, took an L on on Sunday, twenty nine twenty two loss to the Vikings. Um, as bad as that game started, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been that loss could have been a lot worse. But uh, but uh, I think they they picked it up and and played with some heart and. Uh, yeah, we're in it up, up, up until the end, until the uh, the fumble by uh, Smith Marset. Smith Marset. Is that never, how you say his name? I, I I didn't even know he was on the roster. I, I didn't I know even, he was. I, I saw the ball. He yeah, yanked from I know him. he was a former former Viking, uh, Amir Smith Marset. Amir Smith Marset. Yeah. I yeah had no clue he was on the roster, um, but on the on the final drive, uh, he make uh, catches the ball, which is great. Uh, <laughs> made a good it. move. It was, it made a, a good move. move. Should have gone out of bounds, but decided he wanted to go get some extra yardage and fumbled the football. The so, guy he uh, juked came back from behind him and took it from. Him. So yeah, <laughs> that's what he he made that guy fall with his move, and then he got the last laugh. You know what that was, don't you? What's that? That was. Y'all cut me. I'm gonna make y'all pay. That's what mm-hmm. that was. Yeah, it went. When I didn't know he was on the Vikings until after yeah. that, and that's yeah. what same. That was my same thought. Like he tried to be a hero. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna make y'all feel me. Oops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that that wasn't a fumble. That was a. And the thing was, where, where was he? He Yankee. was. He was. He was. He wasn't going uh, nowhere. Yeah, he wasn't going nowhere. <laughs> he was. He was blocked in. It was only all he could go to was to the sideline. Just get out. Right. Yeah. Save some time. Yeah, but other than that, though, um, I thought after getting cooked by uh, by by Cousins and, and and Jefferson in the first half, I think the Bears' defense showed something in the second half, and uh, most importantly, I think Justin Fields flipped a switch, and uh, and it's also and I see I see. How you looking at me, Glenn? But let me let me let me give this analogy. Uh, it was like uh, remember you played Mario Brothers back in the day, and okay. you get stuck. You get stuck on a level. You know, you get stuck on level two two four, and uh, <laughs> it take you a while to get over it, right? Right, and then you would get through it, and then every time you got you you, you got to that level, you got through it without a, without a problem. But then there was another level to go, and you you know you would get stuck at that next level. I think that's where Justin is now. I think he figured something out. That's what it looked like 
in that in that uh, late in the second quarter into the second half of uh, of the Vikings game, and it, I thought he looked good. So you're saying his game looks like Mario Brothers? Okay, I see. <laughs> that, that's that's what I took from that. You, you, get, you yeah. got Mario, you got Mario go kart. Uh, I, man, Super Mario Brothers is a solid game to this day. It's, it's a classic. Uh, it'll, never, it'll, it'll never go old. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, but I I completely agree. Um, I it's like it seems like it always happens after we talk about certain things. It's like certain things happen after we talk about them the week before. Because we talked a lot about the underneath stuff and not taking what was there. And I saw more of an emphasis on that this game. In the first, in the first half, he missed a couple. His he wasn't on target on a couple. Uh the one with Mooney, where I saw some uh uh, analyst that was like analyzing the uh, all 22 saying Mooney was actually supposed to stop, but he kept taking it out and Justin threw it. Um, then it was a then the one that Pettis dropped, even though it was a catchable ball. Which it one was, was that again? Right. Which one? <laughs> yeah, there was a couple of those. <laughs> right. Even though he it was the it was the one on the very first drive of the game. Okay, when he hit his hands and his knees. Yeah, okay. yeah, it was behind him, but it should have been caught, you know. But outside of those two balls, I felt that Fields was pretty much on target all game. I, uh, Mooney, something has to be said with him and his route running, though. He, he, he has to figure this out because we lost seven points on the first drive because of his route run and initially so initially when i saw it live i thought okay i'm like could mooney have cut that route off sooner to catch that ball in the end zone then i watched uh uh all 22 with uh tim jenkins again and he was saying justin should have threw it further into the end zone to where mooney could have ran under it but then I just watched another All-22 today where I actually was able to watch the play. Mm-hmm. Mooney's turned into the inside where the defender is. Justin threw it to the outside away from the defender. So to me, that's on Mooney. Yeah. I thought it was Justin was right. I mean, nine times out of ten, the quarterback is usually right because he knows where he's where he's throwing the ball. Yeah, and so so he I'm knows like, where the receiver is supposed to be. So I'm like, I'm like, okay, that's Mooney tripping again. Okay. <laughs> but, but he made up for it. He made some big catches. I saw when you discussed, Justin has to anticipate open receivers. The PI call was him anticipating Mooney had, Mooney did have to have Pat Pete beat. Mm-hmm. He interfered with him, but he let the ball go, which if he don't interfere, Mooney's running underneath that ball, you know. So, and then that whole second half was just a clinic. He was he was hitting what was there. It was like he dropped back, boom. He see where he need to go quick, get rid of it, and and it showed the way the offense was rolling. Uh, I was I was very 
pleased with what I saw, especially what after what we discussed last week on him not taking the gimmies. And I felt he did a good job at that this week. Uh, y'all some generous cats, man. <laughs> generous guys. Uh, shit. What, 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 so please <laughs> tell me what you saw. No, actually, I'm being facetious. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there, there were a couple of passes where – and it's going to happen. I mean, it happens to the, to the best of the quarterbacks, oldest quarterbacks, where it could have, should have been an interception, but it was dropped. You know, he, he – you know, Justin, I can't remember what part of the game, but I was just the like – The one with Mooney. That should have been a pick six. Yeah. So there's that. Um, but I, yes, to everything you, you were saying, B, um, especially in the second half. And I think and we, we touched on it last week. It, it's a lot we as fans just don't know. So we're not there at practice. We're not in Hallis Hall. And we're clearly not in coordinator's heads or Justin's head. But if we can discern from what we see and from our practice eye watching these things year, year in and year out, it appeared as though Justin is doing what the coaches want him to do or he's trying his best to execute what they're asking him to. And it seemed like prior to last week, prior to the Minnesota game, it was if you don't see it, take off because your, mm-hmm. practice, your protection isn't the greatest, not, you know, not trying to disparage the linemen. But your protection isn't the best right now. They're, these guys are still learning. you got to protect yourself. If you don't see something, take off. And so we saw that, but then Justin was getting paralysis by analysis. It's like he wasn't quite trusting what he saw. And then the clock in the head is like, too long, got to take off. Because there's some times where like we touched on it a couple of weeks back, guys are wide open. He's positioned to throw the ball, and he just won't pull the trigger. So – Obviously, if we're seeing that, coaches are seeing that. And so then I have to imagine that the practices leading up to the Minnesota game was like, look, Justin, trust what your eyes are telling you. Get rid of the ball quick. One, two, three, boom. You know, throw the ball. You have the arm strength. You have the talent. You have the arm talent. Trust what you see. And if it's not there, you know, give it a beat, then take off. So so it's like building upon the mistakes that he was making, but learning from those and then applying at to next week and it took about a half mm-hmm. before we saw that really take take hold and then we saw justin be more of who we think he can be now he's not there yet but who we think yeah. he can be and there's some passes he was making it's just like oh yeah okay that's why you you, you know, that that's why you're nfl quarterback that's an nfl pass you know that does that's a professional pass and and then he got into a bit of a rhythm you know something that we haven't been able to say and and the offense was getting in a bit of a rhythm and the blocking was a little bit better. And there are times he was actually able to stay back there and stay within the pocket. He didn't run out, which would break down the pocket continuity sooner. You know, he, he stay, stayed in a little bit, gave it a beat. Guys got, you know, guys were able to get open, anticipating the throw, like you're saying, anticipating when the opening is, and then he's able to deliver. So I'm not quite sure if I'm ready to say it's Mario, Super Mario World just yet. <laughs> But no, wait, 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 wait. I didn't say I didn't say he he figured out the game and he finished, you know, level eight. I didn't say that. I said he finished a level. But I, I think what we saw, what we can take away comfortably is that we saw Justin's confidence grow a beat, a step, mm-hmm. a level, level 2.5 on Super Mario. There you go. 
but but and, and, and that's a good thing but here's the other thing along with his confidence so goes the confidence of the lineman that okay we're doing the right things we can keep doing the right thing this was this was you know it's kind of like you know, okay, that was that good. That was right. Okay, all right. So we can we can re, re, we can uh, repeat that. And with the receivers, now I'm not sure if Pettis is still on the team this week. No, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> well, who else? Who else they gonna put out there to run routes? Right, uh, the, the well, kill Harry. Kill right? back. It's better put Bayless, Bayless. Yeah, put Bayless out there. Bayless, put okay. him out there. Um, somebody off the practice squad. But I mean, between him and uh, Amir Marset. Um, you know, more more slanted setter. You know, isn't it ironic that the <laughs> the Viking receiver, former receiver, fumbled to the Vikings? So, unless Morissette may be cut as well as uh, Pettis. And look, man, I like Pettis when he was at Washington, but that somehow that magic did not translate to the pros. And this dude is like, I think he's on his fourth or fifth team in the last three years. And I know he's with the Giants. He came in with the 49ers and he was with the Bears. That's at least three teams. Um, there's a reason why he's he's floating around, and you know he he may have he may have you know released himself out of the league with those really bad drops. And I'd say it's not like they were the best thrown passes, but he was able to get both hands on them, yeah. looking at the balls. The <laughs> second one, the second one Sunday was the worst. That was the worst of, of all of them. Right? And, and and the sad thing is, you could see it in his head. You see, as soon as he had his head down, it was just—you could tell, like his his head messed up now. At least for that night, you know. Mm-hmm. But I, I had a coach that used to say, if you put a finger on the ball, <laughs> you should be able to catch it. He uh, he's getting—he's getting two hands, two hands on. He's getting two hands on. Two hands. That's a problem. And, and then you see Mooney make the type of catch he made. Right. That really. <laughs> right. 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 Hey. That really probably messed with you. And about your boy Mooney. Uh, a lot of good things about Mooney, but if he's your best receiver on the team, your receiving core it's, is not where bad. it needs to be. Yeah. He he should be the slot receiver. Yeah, it's a slot receiver. He you know if he's your third receiver, he'd be deadly. Just like Ozakim was deadly for you know greatest show on turf. But if he's your if he's your slot receiver, I feel a lot better than than that's the guy I have to count on. And he'll he'll have moments. Don't get me wrong. I'm not knocking you if you're listening. By any means, Mr. Mooney, I mean, I think you do a fantastic no, job. A number three look, receiver you, on the team look, is a is look, a good player. I must right. say, you you ain't saying nothing that the national media ain't saying <laughs> even worse. So, <laughs> yeah. well, I mean, you know, I, I, I look. He's, that he's is tried. that is not disrespectful. Yeah, I just they they need to they need some boundary receivers and a little more size with help, but. But yeah, man, I, it looked like some things came together. Uh, and 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 I'll say this, and I'll stop talking. Um, the thing, and I, I've we've been kind of touching on it all year. This coaching staff—I'm not saying they're the bees knees yet—but this coaching staff makes adjustments. Absolutely. Yes. And that is a wonderful feeling to have <laughs> as a fan, yes. realizing that I don't have to see the same shit I saw in the first half. Yep. Or the same shit I saw last week repeat itself. Or the fact that guys can't realize that that crap's not working, try something else. And they're not waiting to try it. Or I got to go see film. Look, you're getting paid millions of dollars to figure that shit out as the game is happening. And there's there's coaching before the game, and there's in-game coaching, and then there's adjustments. And it looks right now to me that these guys are at least pretty good at two of the three and the one that probably not the best at it's not like they're bad at it. It's just a matter of 
still getting acclimated to what your talent can and cannot do. Yeah, I, I hundred percent agree. I was I was a little miffed at him at first though that that first play of the game when you uh, uh, you couldn't get eleven men out on the field. <laughs> yeah, well, first think, play that's a problem. Yeah, like I said, they're not good at everything. Just that's first, a problem. The first, the first two drives started <laughs> abysmally, very crazy. And I was I was Goddamn you know Mustafer. <laughs> the snap, yeah. What what, what was that? Man. Justin's making making his audible and and must be all okay. It's time to snap. Here we go. And hike. I'm like, oh my god, man! This dude cousins ain't throwing incompletions, and we we can't do this. We got- you started what seven, 17, 17, 17 or seventeen? I think eighteen wow. of eighteen. Wow. Yeah. yeah, he he came out the gates blazing. Almost. But but thank you, thank you, Justin Jefferson, helped me out in my uh, my fantasy. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was, it was it was bittersweet, bittersweet. You know what was what was going on. <laughs> wish I, pl- I wish I played you this week instead of last week. Got it. Got it. Oh man, what'd you score this man. week? Uh, like one thirty nine, I think. Oh uh, yeah, you would have beat me. Yeah. <laughs> you would have beat me, but oh well. I put up one forty five. <laughs> but oh, uh, but yeah, man, it it was a so so. What do we? What do we think? Not all that being said, what are we thinking for uh, Thursday's game against Washington? Are we thinking that this is a game that we? Sh- I know we could win. Are we think this is a game that we should win? Washington's having its struggles, uh, particularly at the quarterback. Hey, I don't know if y'all heard it or not, but they're interviewing uh, Coach Rivera. I think it was like yeah, yeah, yeah. He blamed <laughs> the quarterback. And they said, you know, everybody else in your division is four and one. You guys are like, why do you think that is? He said, <laughs> he you know what though? He was stating facts, man. Chico was oh, talking man. facts. Well, I'm man, sure he you, was. It's just you can't talking do that, facts. Man. Yeah, so what? He, he told the truth. He told the truth. He was right. The quarterback. But he's right. He's yeah, right. He's definitely right. And I think, you know what, though? I think what he was trying to say was that, you know, for the most part, outside of Cooper Rush and Dallas, everyone, uh, everyone has been there. They've Even been there. So he's trying to get, they're trying yeah. to get, they're trying, what's that? Cooper's Cooper been there. Had, he's been there. Well, I'm saying he's been there, but he's not the starter, though. No, but he's winning games. So he's a starter now. And he's winning yeah, games because he's been there. I'm, I'm agreeing with you. I'm saying because yeah, he's been in that system, yeah. the continuity of the system and the players are there and Wentz is learning everybody. And so what he was saying was right, but the big thing that everybody's going to run with is he just called his quarterback out. And, you know, it was fact. I'm sorry. I I, I agree 100% with Chico. Dude, I didn't realize everybody else was – I was like, man, everyone else was 4-1? Like, what? Oh, shit, they wanted four? Uh, quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> and what – I mean, what what's, what's he supposed to do, you know? Play better. Hey. No, this should be this. Look, this is a winnable game. This, it's a winnable game. It's a winnable game. But Carson Wentz is three and over versus the Bears, and I believe Washington over their last ten is nine and one versus the Bears. Yeah. And, so uh, really, yeah, some like that. Eight and two, some like that. Yeah. I think it's nine. I remember. And one. Wait, what, what was the game uh, when? Um, 
here in Mitch Chicago. went up there. That was yeah. They're not, here in yeah. Chicago, they're nine and one. I think that's what it is. It's like here in Chicago, the last two games. Oh, Chicago. okay. Here, so okay. it's it's something crazy. Okay, and and, and Wentz is, or or it might be Wentz is nine and one, or Washington is nine and one on Thursday night games. It might be something like that. But and I know Wentz is, over? I know Wentz is three and zero versus the Bears in his career. Um, I only remember one, I remember one where he was uh, he was in Philly, and he they all us, had to be in Philly. Us bad. Yeah, they all had to be in Philly. They all had to be in Philly because we, we ain't played the Colts last year. Right. When we lost to the Colts, that was with Phillip Rivers okay. a couple years ago. Um, and I think he's like 15 touchdown passes or two interceptions. To two interceptions. Um, yeah, on Thursday night. On Thursday nights. So. Yeah, so uh, – and, and the line moved from, I think, a point and a half or whatever to pick them now. Yeah, I thought the, 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 the Bears were were, uh, were given a point, right, at one they point. They, no, the Bears were an underdog. Oh, okay. I think the Bears were a dog at home, but now it's moved to a pick them. Okay, I'll take the Bears, but I, I it's a winnable game. Uh, main thing is just want to see improvement, continue to improve. Defense start faster, <laughs> man. Poor, poor Jalen Jones out there, by the way. Oh Minnesota. my god, oh man, Jalen Johnson will be back, man. They were picking on that kid, man. <laughs> it was like every oh, they were picking on that every kid. single pass. They were going, they were going his way, <laughs> and, he, and 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 it showed because I think he led the team in tackles. <laughs> uh, yeah, he had 14, 14 tackles wow. in that game. And that was uh, <laughs> on the after show. Somebody said, "See, there's a difference." I forget which one of them on the after show said. They said, "There's a difference in." You know, Roquan sixteen tackles leading the team, and those fourteen by James Jones. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, no one a cornerback a cornerback should never lead the team in tackles. Like never. That's difference. that's a bad thing. That's mm-hmm. a bad thing. With four fourteen, that means he was getting they they were going his way. I'm like every big play that Minnesota made. He was in the area. I'm like, God damn! Could it be somebody else in the area? <laughs> but yeah, I man. mean, the problem here, though, I mean, the Bears aren't getting much penetration. It looks like uh, no pressure, no very little pressure. Yeah. No they pressure. got they got one sack against uh, against the Vikings, it's like coverage. Sacks. Um, and I'm looking. I'm trying to see. That wasn't until late second half, too. I'm trying to see. Uh, was my momentum shift. Uh, Muhammad had three tackles. He's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, he's he's eight on the list. So he was eighth in tackles on the team. That's a problem when you're when when a defensive lineman is is that, that far down, down. Mm-hmm. on the list. So. They got they got they got to get the defensive line going uh, somehow some way, and that'll that'll help the DBs a little bit. But uh, I thought Gordon had a decent game. Thought he played very yeah. well, especially yeah. in the second half, and very confidently. I mean, making some really some good tackles. You know, tackles mm-hmm. were keeping him from getting the first down type kind of tackles. Where you know it's just you, you not getting right. Any, yeah. any help. You know. Uh, he had a nice little. I can't remember what it was. He had a nice like back to back plays defensively where he was just he was just on it. He was okay. Good. Yeah, I, I got it. 
I got I got a show. I got a show. My guy some love, man. Oh. Eddie, Eddie Jack been playing okay, man. man he's been playing that. okay. He I ain't been he's been playing okay. I can't I, I can't go from last year giving him hell every week to to not acknowledging that he's doing better. He, I, you know what? I've been seeing him coming up and, and making some sticks, man. I see him coming up and getting in the way, using his body <laughs> to get in the way. That's I'm, what I'm, safeties do. That's that's I'm, that's I'm, what they do. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like, man. I'm like, I mean, you you can't expect him to be Ronnie Lott. That's <laughs> what was talking about. It's not so consistent now, so I'm missing him a little bit now, Jim. I'm missing. Oh, him. Last year it was it was consistent. It was when the rookie corner, when a rookie cornerback is making tougher tackles than you, and you a safety, that that says a little something to me. <laughs> he ain't really committed to the tackle. He, he's like, I'm a show. He's like, he flashes it. That most times, I see him try to make a tackle, he get knocked back, rolling sideways. I'm like, what the hell was that? But I mean, hey, I'm sitting here. He's out there, so you know. So I, I, really I'll ask, I'll ask this. Should so shoot Bears came out and empty to start the game. Uh do you do you continue that no. this week? Or do you or do you short week? So unless you're gonna go with the same game plan, I would game. say no. Okay. Um and that, and that's a different defense because that defense they don't have to blitz you to get after you. They're front four. Generally, typically, when they're playing at their best, they can they can cause some havoc. And what and what that does, I mean, that means you got seven or so guys that's sitting out there and, and like I would play Justin's zone, make him think about it because he's already a little hesitant. Make him think about it with that pressure that that front four can cause. Uh, I would not put Justin where he you know he's in a in, he's in an empty. No, I, I I like for him to have. At least somebody back there that can pick up someone coming through, you know, give them a chip them or something, give them a little more extra time. Yeah. Oh, you, you got to. I don't think the the offensive line is not at a at a spot right now where uh, they know exactly. Yeah. Who they're who they're and, looking to block? You know? Granted, we had a better day, but they still had some right hood. Yeah, they got back there quick as hell. <laughs> He hit, he pitched that ball to Montgomery and Montgomery was hit. <laughs> My God damn. And then the one where he uh he escaped and got a few yards. He ended the fourth, up the fourth down. The fourth down. That play. was the fourth down yeah, play. Yeah. Like golly. Where no no one well, your center didn't pick up anybody. Uh, <laughs> and he's not good. Now I will say on that play. Uh, uh, Jones is the left tackle. You're supposed to be inside first. I didn't know he didn't realize that there was a this. Well, this is on this should be a, probably on Justin or maybe even your center. There was a blitzer coming, the blitz uh, came from coming the from the outside, right? Right, right. Yeah. Com- coming from the outside. Uh, but he went inside first, which is probably which is probably right. I mean, we don't we don't know for sure. Uh, but usually inside first is right. And then Patrick, I think they sort of got confused on what they should be doing, Patrick and Jones. 
Patrick did took him with a double team and then said, well, well, you got him. And then, you know, saw at the corner of his eye that there was, there was somebody coming from, from the outside and went after that, but it just didn't look fluid. Meanwhile, like I said, Mustafa took no one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, man, look, look for somebody to block, dude. It's gotta be somebody, somebody you can, you can, you can pick up. But, uh, but that's something that, that, I think over time is going to be addressed with these guys. Um, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. and yeah. Mooney was interfered with that pass in that zone too, by the way. But in the second half. Oh, yeah, zone. yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with Warner that. Warner didn't turn. Never turned his head. Contact. Never mm-hmm. turned his head. And, uh, and made contact. But didn't know yet. Yeah, there was no flag on the play. And so, didn't didn't look for it either. Got to got to sell yeah. it, man. Sell <laughs> it. Just just made it seem like he made a good play. He's celebrating, dude. You never even turned your head at all. Like, <laughs> got to sell guess, it. I guess that was his way of selling it. Hey, speaking of uh, of bad calls, um, <laughs> there was some awful roughing the passer penalties this weekend. Awful. Uh, other games. First, the uh, the Atlanta Tampa Bay game. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Grady Jarrett. I, I don't know. Came in, came in on a stunt. Got Brady, wrapped him up by the waist, spun him down, and was called for roughing the passer. I don't. I don't. I don't know what what you do there. Um, Overreaction. Didn't hit him in the helmet. No, didn't bang, didn't slam his head into the ground. Didn't take him down low. Didn't take his knees out from him. It was it it was the exact tackle that happened with Tua. Yeah. Well, not he as did, not as forceful. <laughs> not as forceful. I mean, I don't think the guy for the Bengals should have got a penalty or anything. He didn't. Yeah, but I just think Tua hit his head, and that just made it, you know. But yeah, go continue, continue, because yes, it's egregious. Continue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that play, that play. I mean, that that could have cost Atlanta the game right there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. They, then on they, the, that was fourth down. Yeah, that was the that cost fourth down. It caused right, right, yeah, it right. Been a punt. It would have been a punt, but they got they got an automatic first down because of that. Fifteen yards, the automatic first down. Um, and kept that drive going. Uh, then Monday night, um, the call on uh Jones, he got to uh to Carr, right? It Took was a force fumble, first off, right. force fumble, right? And he braced and he, his that, arm that he had that he had possession of, braced his arm, right? Braced his arm so that he wouldn't put all this weight on him and recovered the fumble. And got he called. The, he had the fumble before all this. Though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he had the ball, and then his momentum took him down. Once again, didn't hit him in the head. Didn't take him out by the knees. Oh, well, he actually braced himself too with his left arm. I don't. I don't. At this point, I don't know what what a defensive lineman is supposed to do at that point. You make, know, make, I, make him make the call. That's about all, all they, they can do. But that's not. No, they can't. They can't continue and, and to I, make those. 
they it's gonna be interesting to see how they not they now they're using the whole concussion thing as an as a major excuse. Right. Well, they so then you know what? Put flags on them. <laughs> Put flags on the quarterbacks, and, and you got to grab the flag. But 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 who are they really making these calls for? Because when Mahomes tripped on the line, that I want whoever that was for the Raiders that sacked him took him down just as vicious as Brady. Yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. No, Which, no call. I don't think it should have been a call. It shouldn't have been. But if you if you're gonna be consistent. You know, but you know that's the thing. It, it wasn't a rough in the past, and they didn't call it. So when are you? When are you guys deciding to make these calls? Is the question. Well, when, I guess the mood, when the mood strikes, right? Well, I, guess yeah. saying, I guess in the, in the rules, it's it tells the refs that uh, if there's any question, to err on the side of the flag, you know, throw the flag. If there's if there's any doubt, just 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 throw it. And that, I don't think that's that's not right. If if that's going to be the case, then you got to review every call. Review it. That's that's the only way. That's the only way that that, that I, it works. Yeah, I agree with you. Especially you know those two instances, it it could have changed. Well, the Chiefs game, it didn't matter as much as it turns out. But definitely, the Falcons were were riding a wave right there, and that momentum was huge. And that's a divisional game. I mean, they got a chance to really, you know, put something on everyone else's mind, particularly the divisional uh, opponent. And that got snatched away from him by a really, really bad, egregious even call. It was just, it was bad. <laughs> it was bad. I mean, he even, as he, as you talked about, as he spun him, Brady's body kind of felt like, to be quite honest, if he doesn't take him down to the ground, he's not officially down. Yeah. His body, his body was momentary. He's not now. Brady's not athletic enough to, you know, as as his 75, 75 year old bones are being swung around. I'm pretty sure he was just like a little bit of flotsam in the wind. But Brady, if he doesn't swing him and then you know finish the tackle, Brady arguably could not be down and use his body to his being Brady's body to push up and, and go forward. You know, and everybody else stops thinking that the play is done, and then Brady does a Brady thing and throws a touchdown pass or whatever. So instead, you know, Brady does what he does, which is his job, and he gets <laughs> he, he gets he penalized. Gets penalized. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the NFL's got to address that. And like you said, man, NFL is so reactionary, dude. It's it's so after the fact, and they, then they do overkill to try and compensate. It's like, dude, just you don't got to do overkill. We realize this isn't that, you know, and, and so on and so forth. But from this point going forward, do the right thing, you know. But don't don't try to make up for the wrong you did and overdo it. That, right, that's that's, right. that's no good. That's no good either. What else? You just just review it. Just just make make all yep. those calls reviewable. Yep. I think yep. that that fixes it all. If if it makes the game go longer, so be it. I, th- I think people people will uh will stick around. Yeah. It's not no, it's not no like one's. not like no five hour not like five hour baseball games. Yeah, exactly. No one's complaining about the no. length of football games. No. No. Uh let's talk about something else that happened uh off the at the end of that uh Monday night game uh between the Chiefs and Raiders. Uh 
Devontae Adams on his way to the locker room after after the uh after the loss. Uh I guess frustration set in and a ESPN cameraman uh walked in his path and he shoved him down. <laughs> fool, nah, fool, get out the way. You can't you can't do that, man. <laughs> that man, that man was minding his own business, working. Okay, he got in your path. You could have stopped and said, watch where you're going. You know, mean mugged him, but don't don't shove him down, man. And he might, uh he might have been an agent from Green Bay trying to, you know, mess his <laughs> legs up. <laughs> man. But I love I love how all of the uh all the fake tough guys out there are talking about had uh had Adams pushed them down, they would they would have got at him. Like, no, 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 you wouldn't have. You would you would have been pushed down too. You ain't, you ain't messing with an NFL player, but uh, he's been he's been charged right with a with a misdemeanor yeah. uh, today for I guess uh, uh, simple assault, mm-hmm. which is really which is really what it was. He did apologize, but uh, I don't know what else what else the cameraman is supposed to do with this uh, it, with this, you know. Get out I, the I way, man! That was Come stupid. on, man! Dude, he 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 bounced like at the last second, like trying to get yeah. over. This. Yeah, that's that's initially what I saw. The uh, the first angle they saw that it made it seem like he was right there, and mm-hmm. Devontae Adams just pushed him. Then when you see the actual angle from behind Adams, the guy literally walks. If he was if he was coming past in enough time, Adams, like that was very reactionary from Adams. It was whoa, like. Like grinding Adams didn't have that type of reaction. Like, whoa, what you doing? It was because he was frustrated, so it was quick push. Yeah, but it was, the but the guy really walked up right as Adams got there. Like literally, like it, it was okay. It, it was, was bad time. That don't give you the right was, to push the man down, though. I get it. Right was reactionary that, though. I right. I get the right that I'll go. It's gonna be him, and not me. Cause hey, look, I'm, I, you know, I gotta stay healthy. You, you might mess up my knee coming across. You, look, and, y'all, and he, look, and he just ran into his own teammate on the field to lose the game. <laughs> <laughs> well, and keep in mind, man. Now, smoke, you might not be old enough, but you should have caught the reruns. And and, and as you might be caught the reruns too. But I saw it live when it happened. We all remember what happened when Thelma married old boy. Uh, into the Evans family, right down the wedding day. Yeah, the football player, he's walking down the aisle, and Jimmy Goofy ass came right in front of him, <laughs> picked him up, career was over, and he found himself in the projects. Yeah, hey, Devontae's like, hey, that's not going to happen to me. I'm not going to mm-hmm. get cut. But I mean, I'm, I'm joking, but man, like that dude, the way he came across, he, he could have, some, something awkward could have happened. Like you said, hell, he just ran to his own teammate, the professional athletes. Some awkward could have happened. I think Devontae was pushing him, like, get out from in front of me, like, 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 oh, someone gets too close to your feet or, or something. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like, it, I'm not justifying it. I'm just saying I understand. I, I can see Devontae's it, thing was more reactionary it, than, yeah. than than malicious. See, yeah. but, Glenn, I, I expected you to uh, to be on the side man. of it as a cameraman. <laughs> Well, to be I, on your fellow cameraman's side here. Now I am on the side of. Oh, my back! I can't get up. Oh, <laughs> my knee! Ah, I can't. How? Oh, oh, oh! 
I agree with that. I see his ass in a moment. I'm behind that, but uh, but no, I think like look, everybody else was was off to the side, and here come this fool just traipsing across in front of him. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, that that was yeah. a camera, camera cameraman. You know, I'm sure he looked he looked like a young he looked like a young guy. I'm sure because it was it was right after it was literally right after the game, so I'm sure he was hustling to try to you know get a shot up, you know. But yeah, was worried where, about why time. Why didn't he go stay on the path that he was on? Why did he have to cross him? Because he's a goofy. <laughs> like that's the thing, and yeah, that's that's all it well, is. I'm saying, like, the, well, I'm saying, what if the the where he was going was right there? He got there late, man. He, he he was trying to to make up for not being where he needed to be, and he was a little reckless as he came across. I mean, it's the ca- the cameraman. It, it, it's it's he needs to take some accountability for that situation even happening. And I'm not saying that mm-hmm. he deserved to be pushed, but I'm saying. Like, man, yeah, you know, my fault. Like, I got there. I mean, it, there, there, it, it wasn't like Devontae yeah. went and picked him out and then yeah. pushed him. Because that's how like, they made it look at first. Right. Well, no, no, no. I didn't I didn't say that. He definitely crossed. No, 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 he, no. No, no, no. I'm not saying you. But I'm saying that the very first angle they show, it yeah. makes it look like that. Like, like he was I standing there and Devontae pushed him. Like, like. Right. Dude didn't do nothing. No, like I think it was, it was it was bad timing. But like I said, it doesn't mm-hmm. give you the right to shove him out the way. That's my issue. And he could have, you know, I mean, man, if you had you shoved him and you saw him go down, <laughs> yeah, man, go say, dude, my fault, man, I I fucked up. That Help might have up. been a thing he did because he just say that he didn't yeah, say that. He just walked. He just walked on. But I but I definitely believe it was reactionary. Cause I like I put it this way. I think like if Devontae Adams was like, you know, sometimes they going through the tunnel with their back turned, looking towards the field still, saying something. If Devontae Adams was wasn't watching and was walking sideways or had his back to the guy and the dude did what he did, he would have knocked dude over still. That's how that's how instant it was that it happened. Okay, had he run into him and knocked him over? That's one thing. No, he I shoved him no. I get it. I get it. He shoved him no. Right. Let him. I, I, hey. But that's I, I know. But that's how. Wait. But that's how instant it was that he got in his path, where Wait. that makes it so reactionary. I know. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna sound like one of these fake tough guys out here, but I bet you wouldn't have done that to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, he'd have tried to push you, but then he'd have. You know, he'd have been like, oh. You know, he, 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 his arm I would have, I would have moved maybe an inch. <laughs> but I, I think you, I think you know, we're joking and stuff. But he had just run into his teammate, and so I think he's probably a little sensitive about somebody crossing in front of him. I, I mean, really, <laughs> yeah, he, I, you know, and it like, it's like, it's like I just like, and it's like you too, but like, me, like I'm tired of you, motherfuckers crossing in front of me. It was, mm-hmm. it was a frustrated. I'm tired, like man. You you just you you called him at the wrong time, doing the wrong thing. And All right. So what's what's the settlement? Two point five million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, he don't need that much, man. See, uh, all he had to do had he had he been smart, he would have got a ball, went and signed a ball for him, gave it to him because he was still out there. You know, this this the cameraman. What happens is, you know, they probably a union out there. They were like, look, dude. 
<laughs> you need to get paid. You got too, you got too many people in his ear too quick, man. <laughs> anything he tried to offer you, just no. Don't take anything because because they'll, they'll they'll say, yeah, well, you took this as a result of that, so don't take a damn thing. Plus, he got you know, I don't. He pushed him out on some concrete. I think I don't think it was in the grassy knoll. No, no, no. That was in the that was in the tunnel. Yeah, yeah. So that, that hurts a little more. That's ow. I mean, that, that's my yeah. elbow. <laughs> Plus, the, he had a tripod on him, right? So that bad. Yeah. Man, broken equipment. I yeah. can't lift my yeah. arm. You know, my work, my livelihood. I feed myself impeded. Oh, <laughs> power to the cameraman. <laughs> hey, also, uh, last week, um, the Draymond Green Jordan Poole situation out in out in uh, Golden State. Wow, dude. I mean, Draymond, every time you think this knucklehead can't do anything more knuckleheaded, he comes back and amazes me with the level of just knuckleheadedness. Knuckleheadedness. (laughs) 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 I mean, really, dude? Like, chances are Draymond probably started this shit. Probably was like, yeah, you bitch ass, bitch ass, bitch, something like that. Oh, I know he did. Right. And Jordan was probably like, man, you know what, man, you shut the fuck up with that bitch shit. And he's just like, what you gonna do, bitch? All right, look, I got you, bitch, right that's, here. That's kind of how they say it happened. <laughs> and, and then he come, and Jordan like, make the fuck up off me. And then, you know, I, I was listening to a couple of people's reactions and Isaiah Thomas, uh, the second, the, the former, I mean, the, the more recent Isaiah, the one he used to play for the Celtics. The younger one. The younger one, he was like, "Look, man, he was like, hey, you, you know, you got to keep your hands up, you know, have your hands down, but you don't expect a team. You're not expecting. You, yeah. you, you're not. That's the same thing I've been going back and forth with so many people about, man. I'm like, you're not expecting your teammate to do that to you in that right. moment. I've been in many clubhouses, locker rooms, whatever you want to call them. I've been around teammates that had fights. It never." starts like that where you just flat out suck upon it it's gonna always no. be some tussling first it's right 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 <laughs> to where potentially it could be broke up and if the team <laughs> want to see the fight we gonna let y'all tussle right, to y'all right. fight but normally like it. normally it gets broken up in time <laughs> but that that, that, a, that a blow is time. not thrown you know like and i feel like that's what they thought was about to ensue there and you flat out Clean the man's clock. Like, come on, man. Like, that was cowardly. That was cowardly. Like, like that's some that's bully behavior, man. Right. Like, like, because you're not, man. I, I get people want to say, like, we'll say, well, in game, you face suspension and all. Like, no, forget that, man. Because you're a big dude. You have your instances in game. You have many of opportunities in game to do exactly what you did to him. Them referees or other teammates are not getting that quick to you to stop you from doing exactly what you did to Jordan Poole. That could easily be done. But no, man, the bigger guys, you're gonna you gonna hesitate a little bit. That's a little a smaller dude. Mm-hmm. You you like people talking about like they saying now on TV that he going through things personally. I wouldn't give a damn. No, I'm that's telling no, you now, still no that's excuse. my I don't Jordan Poole, man. They say he hasn't forgave him, but who I don't know. I but wouldn't, like, but like I don't know how I could be on that team. I'm telling you now, I, I could be on the team, but I can't forgive him. And my pass is gonna be a little sharper when they come to him. 
Be and ready. My dad, my dad for loose balls. You better not be by me. <laughs> you better not be going for a loose ball in my in my vicinity because I'm diving at your knees. See? I don't care you, my teammate, at this point. Like you have to, we. Like, I I ain't never been fired on before like that, um, dude. That he could have really hurt him, man. He could have yeah. really hurt him. Um, I guess we could coexist. Coexist. I mean, on be on the be on that, that team. Mean? I mean, be on the same okay. team. I mean, yeah. Because you're trying to well, get what happened? What what happened with um uh, with Portis and uh uh Miritich? Remember when their well, when their well, situation happened? Well, you well, saw you, one guy wasn't on the team much longer. They, it, I mean, they they I guess they got it okay enough, but you could tell, man, those guys like even on the court, like mm-hmm. they they kind of steer clear. They it wasn't like they was like, hey, I'm gonna pass you the ball. You pass it back to me. I pass it back to you. It wasn't nothing like that, dude. And and that situation was actually different because from what I understand, Miritich was the aggressor. Was was the aggressor, right? Yeah, that's that's Bobby kind of defended himself. That's you're right. You know? That's that's apples he, to like kiwi. Fruit. And he got eight. And he got eight games. And, and this and this is the underlying thing that's going ignored. Everyone is giving the Warriors so much credit for how they're handling this. Draymond Green was suspended a game for calling Kevin Durant a bit a bitch on the on the sideline. Yeah, he was suspended a game for doing yeah. that. So what? So what? He gets now? nothing. All he's getting is fine. Yeah. Like that's getting ignored in this whole situation. Yeah, that, that ain't right. I don't I don't care if it's ring night. He still will get his ring, just won't be out there with the team. Like, like that's the that's the part that's going ignored. Everyone's saying the organization is handling it the right way. If we didn't see the video, it it don't matter. He put his hand if you if as an organization you saw how violent that was. You suspended that. You suspended that man for calling another man a bitch on the sideline. No, <laughs> no physical harm or anything, but you suspended him for that. But you just fine him for this. Come now on. that if I'm Jordan Poole, I'm I'm pissed off about that. Now that you you bring and that see, up, I don't know if he was on the team at that time, so he probably don't even remember. But I'm sure somebody eventually somebody talk, talking about. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, so that's yeah. that's that's interesting. What's what they that have they said what the fine is? I don't. I haven't. I seen don't think it. they have. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, dude, he should. I don't know. I, I was gonna say try and make it like for every day Draymond's out, he should be out like a week. Like he, I, I think he needs to be suspended significantly. I don't think like hey he did every he did preseason. Yeah. How did he learn a lesson during preseason? I mean that that's not he's not going he's not the team's not going to hurt from what he did. He, he needs to realize how he hurt the team. So when he comes back, you know he's a little more ostracized than he normally would be. You know I mean dude, it's just that that's like me taking out you know one of my I don't say one of my kids, but it's just it's just it's just bad, dude. You. You you're was he about six eight six nine, and 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 Jordan looking like an RB singer, looking like a little debarge out there. <laughs> Man, why you why you go why you gonna swing on an RB singer like that? Man, Come on, man. Caught him too, man. man. Yeah, he did. And, and I want and I want to say one last thing to all any of our listeners who who listened to this and who had the mindset of 
Jordan Poole should have had his hands up and on the streets, you ain't pushing nobody and just sitting back like that. Please understand the climate of today's society we live in. If this happened on the streets, Draymond Green would be fearing for his life. Just, just saying. Like, stop comparing things of this nature to the streets. These are not the streets. They are, they are teammates. They are. That is a confined. That is a quote unquote safe environment. Like, that can't happen. It's simple as where, that, man. Where both guys this are is, making millions of dollars. Exactly. Like, you're not expecting your teammate to do that to you. You're just not, you know. So, yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, head on down. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, go. I was gonna say how does it, where is this rank in terms of teammates going off on each other? Like, Steve Smith, when he's with the Carolina Panthers, <laughs> and he took his helmet off, and went after one of his teammates, or Olin Krutz, when he was a weight. That he used or a dumbbell or something. On Fred Miller. Yeah. On Fred Miller and cracked him across the jaw, broke his jaw, right? Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, so what? You don't remember that? No video. Yeah. So they were at <laughs> this was this was in 2005. They were at a uh at an FBI shooting range. The offensive line took a took a little little day trip to an FBI shooting range. And uh some drinks were had the weapon. And they got it. Wow. I guess they didn't get along, and they got into it at the shooting range, mind you. And he used a weight, and and broke his jaw with oh, a wow. with a with a free weight. Oh wow! That had been Olin Cruz last season. <laughs> <laughs> but wow. the Bears went That's on and crazy. made the playoffs that year. Yeah, then the Super Bowl the next year, right? Yeah, yeah. So hey. <laughs> brought, made him closer. That's what they keep using it with the Warriors because of Steve Kerr. And I'm like, people gotta realize if you watch the last dance, Steve Kerr and Michael Jordan clearly acknowledge that Steve Kerr actually punched Michael first. <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> so like it wasn't just like Jordan fouled him hard. And that's one thing that I was saying I would have understood. If it was in, fouled in game, Draymond yeah. hard yeah. and he got up swinging, I would have understood that. But, like, yeah. So. But with the with the video, though, it looks like both are on the sideline, though. It doesn't it look like, like the, it was in between, like, whatever they were doing, like yeah. drill or something. Yeah, yeah. So not, not in the heat of battle. Not in the heat of battle at all. So, yeah. Don't forget Michael Westbrook with the Washington, formerly Redskins at the time. And uh, just was it what I forget the running back. I was a running back. He's a pretty good running back at the time, and he I think he took his helmet off and he he cracked him across the jaw too. It was, it was pretty ugly. I think the running back couldn't make the game. Oh, let's go back uh, to earlier earlier this off season. Um, uh, why can't I remember his name now? Stephen Davis was the guy for the for, the, for Washington at the time, the running back. Stephen Davis, Donald. Yeah, yeah, Aaron Donald. But that was but that was opposing. That wasn't. But it was during a, during a practice, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He during a, little, a practice, and he and aggressive. he took the the guy's helmet and was launching it. <laughs> I mean, hey, I mean, hey, we gonna sit here forget what. Uh, What's the boy name did to Mason Rudolph? 
Good. Yeah. Oh, Miles yeah. Garrett. But no, but the, but, the thing, but the thing, but the thing we said was teammates, not not right. opponents. See, these yeah. are these are yeah. opponents, though. Yeah, we so. talk like teammates. Well, I think Draymond was probably maybe a little bit worse because of the age difference. And Draymond should, you know, he's supposed to be the mentor on the team, and it was like a really bad sucker punch. And there's and there was no way that, that Jordan could kind of protect himself other than just you know roll with the punch and take it. And um, I, I think I think Draymond's comes across a lot worse. And in the end, we saw it, so that just sticks it, out. It, yeah, it was clear. It was clear that. Jordan Poole had a trust in Draymond that wasn't there. Yeah, that's what it come down to. He I expected to get there. Let's uh, let's head on down to SWAT country and uh, talk about what happened this weekend at uh, Alabama State's homecoming against uh, Jackson State. Uh, there was a little. Um, I don't want to call it an altercation, but a, uh, a, a little kerfuffle. I was just about to say <laughs> kerfuffle <laughs> at the end of the game during the handshake. And uh, um, Deion Sanders and uh, coach of Jackson State and uh, Eddie Robinson Jr., the coach at Alabama State. By the way, no relation to the Eddie Thank Robinson. Um, they shook hands. But Dion went in for the, or let's just say Coach Prime went in for the, uh, put a dap in the hug, and, and Eddie Robinson wasn't having that. <laughs> so uh, here's what, uh, let's start with Eddie Robinson, hear what he had to say about uh, what happened at the end of that game. I guess uh, me being up front is just like, uh, I thought it was a lot of disrespect the whole week. And so you're not going to be disrespectful the whole week in the media. Uh, we didn't talk in the pregame. I was out there the whole time at the 50-yard line. Uh, he walked through our, our whole offensive, I mean, our whole huddle on, on our end zone and came a long way around to get to his side of the field in the pregame. Thought that wasn't classy at all. Uh, and so in the postgame, I'm not about to give you the Obama bro You know, I'm going to shake your hand I'm going to go on. I'm, I'm going to always be respectful and respect the game. You know, you got the great guys, W.C. Gordon, Eddie G. Robinson, those guys, Reno Castle. That, I, I'm, I'm living on the shows of the swag. Uh, he ain't swag. You know, I'm swag. He ain't swag. Coach, were you just trying to pull away from his handshake there? Yeah, yeah, I'm just pulling away. I mean, we, we handshaked and that was it. I mean, it, it ain't no need for no embrace. You know, we ain't friends. He ain't never called me. I ain't never called him. Great player. Uh, shit, everybody want to goddamn be prime time as a little kid. All right, oh, damn. I ain't know. I ain't know. He's got tons of respect for the guy. Doing a great mm-hmm. job as a coach. But you can't do all that stuff all week. And then you come back and put your backup quarterback and want to run a hitch and go to try to put more points on the board. Shit's disrespect. Game was out of line. 26 to 12. 40 seconds left. We had no timeouts. Take a damn knee. All right. So I actually did watch this game uh, because I, I had I had them in my parlay, which, by the way, didn't, uh, didn't turn out very well. <laughs> but I understood what he was saying at the end of that game. Um you know the game for the for the most part it was a good game, uh, it was it was pretty tight up until the end and then uh, Jackson State you know ran away with it scored a couple of late mm-hmm. touchdowns, um, but they were passing the football, they got the ball back with a little over two minutes to go they were passing the football, to 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 end the game that's, yeah, that's a little disrespectful league. when you that's, when you when you up two touchdowns that's yeah, bush league well, weren't they calling wasn't the other squad calling timeouts. 
No, he well, said he was out. No, they were out of time. At this point, they're out of timeouts. Oh, okay. So, uh, so yeah, I understood that when when the, when it happened, I saw it happen, and I was like, yeah, he's probably mad because of uh, because of them throwing the ball late, and also before that, all week, uh, Coach Prime had been talking about how uh, they got scheduled as the homecoming game. The only way they did that was because uh, it was going to be a money game for Alabama State because all the Jackson State folks were going to be be coming down and they were going to sell out the stadium, which they did. They did. <laughs> but here's what Coach Prime, Deion Sanders, had to say about the situation. I think he thought he was going to get a win. I don't know why he would have ever thought that. Um, I did hear his, his interview where he said that I came out um, and ran around the field. All of the people that have been with me for years, and even playing in the NFL, I always come out the locker room and run around the field. That's my tradition. That's what I do. That was nothing personal uh, to invoke any riotous act against them. That's not who I am. That's not what I stand for. That's that's not what I'm about. Um, second, he he also said I didn't come to greet him in the center of the field. I don't know if you understand. We got here very late, so that expedited our whole process of preparation so now we were in like let's go get it let's go get it and i'm not one to go find the coach coach dancy is one of my dudes i don't recall going to greet coach dancy the last time we played at home against mississippi valley and that is my dog so i don't know what he was thinking that i was going to be and then i heard him also spew out comments about what did i say leading up to the week I think I was a darn good salesman leading up to the week. Did we sell the game out? Did we sell the game out? Yes or no? Had they ever been sold out here? So I thought I did my job. I thought I should be applauded, really. Coach, you often talk about uh, dominating your opponent. I try to. Do you feel like you dominated Alabama? No, no. We, we weren't dominant today. We won. Yeah, we, we won. Sometimes uh, it, it don't go like you desire it to go, but we got the W. I'm, I'm proud of that. And one of the comments that kind of disturbed me out of all the comments, that I'm not swag. <laughs> Who is swag? I got time today. Who is swag? <laughs> if I ain't swag. Who is swag? If I ain't swag. Who is swag? If I ain't swag. Who is swag, baby? Who is? <laughs> well, hey, wait, wait, look, <laughs> Prime, I, I rock with you, but but you ain't never gotta be swag. I'm forever be swag. That's in my blood. That's just I'm gonna just say that because he's he kind of. Kind of said, if he ain't swag, then who is? Well, I am. You definitely are. I am. So, you know, but yeah, come on. <laughs> that was hilarious. I think, I, I guess I'll go right in. Yeah. I think both guys, I don't think either side is wrong here. And that's what I've been saying to people all the time. Like, I think both sides have a legitimate case to their to what's taking place. The coach from Alabama State, like he said, he felt that was some Bush League stuff that went on. 
I understand that. I'm a coach. I get it. We all, if I'm up, I'm if I'm up 10 plus runs on a team or something like that, or if I know I'm superior and I'm ahead of a team in a comfortable margin, I'm not stealing. I'm not giving my guys the steal sign, you know, like I'm not doing that, you know, so I get it. And if the opposing coach does that, I I might, I'm, I'm not going to might, I'm going to have an issue with that, you know? So, you know, I understand his beef. And like I said, he did, at the very least, he did go and greet him after the game. He shook his hand. He didn't have to give him a hug. It's no big deal there. On the flip side, when it comes to Dion, like, hey, like, if that's how he operates before games, that's how he operates before games. Like, it is what it is. Like, neither coach has to like each other. It's fine in my eyes. Like, I don't have an issue with either side, and it's, it's just hilarious that he told him he ain't swag. And I get, and I get, I get what Eddie Robinson Jr. is saying that he ain't swag because he's was a walk on Alabama State, ended up getting drafted, played several years in the NFL. Now he's back a, he's at a his swag, alma mater, he's a swag Hall of Famer. He's you know, so he's back yeah. at his alma mater. So he's speaking from an authentic perspective, like you know, Prime is coming from Florida State. You know, he you know he not. He not built and molded into this, but that doesn't take away from what Prime is doing. And he's, like, doing he's doing some big things. But I think it was, there are a lot of coaches in in black college football that are um, that didn't like the way that Dion came in and basically yeah. was down was downgrading black college football and how they do things. Yeah, and I think and, they and, I think they took that personally. Right. Yeah, a lot of fan a lot of fans are too. But yeah. guess what? So what, man? We've been pre we've been begging for attention for so long. Now we got a guy who we got the ultimate showman. Yeah. I was saying this to one of my my little bro. He he got his undergrad from Alcorn. He played baseball and then he got his graduate from Grambling. His his dad is Grambling. That's he the one sent me to Grambling. And like he was saying, like how Dion is so braggadocious and all this. I say, has Dion at any point in this time changed who he is? He's been that. No, he's been the same that's cat. been who he is. He hasn't changed who he is. That's who he was as an NFL player. That's that's from what I understand because Grambling used to play Florida State in baseball every year. He was that way on the baseball field as a baseball player. Like, that's who Deion Sanders is. Like, so he's all about the show. He, like, it seemed like he just do everything for the gram. He's about the show. He, and everything he does, he, whether it's negative or positive, and Deion asks, <laughs> there's no such thing as bad press. Right. And in the SWAT case, I'm for that. <laughs> like, Right. We were talked about on Undisputed because of this situation. The SWAC as a whole. I'm not saying yeah. we, I'm grabbing. But the SWAC as a whole, this this situation was talked about on Undisputed. Like, like we've had I'm, several topics on national media be, because of Dion. We wasn't talked about before. Like, 
Well, him, him and his staff do a great job of promoting that brand at yeah. Jackson State. Um, hey, my social media, I, I get more posts about Jackson State than I do about my own school. <laughs> that That's a problem. Yeah, I can't, I can't say that. <laughs> I, seriously, it's, it's crazy. I get, I get, for whatever reason, I'm not subscribed to any of this or nothing, but I see all of, of, of Coach Prime's press conferences. He does a uh, an interview with with somebody with the university that is mm-hmm. is just hilarity. Did you see week. the one that he just did? Yeah, where he did the time. Oh, yeah. but, oh, but he stopped. He like, man, that ain't how you talk. That ain't how you right. were talking to me before we started. And he kept making them start over. I'm like, man, what, the, what is going on? He like, you all, like, that ain't how you, that's fake, man. That ain't how you was just talking to me. I'm like, what, what is going on here? <laughs> it's, it's just, it's comedy, man. And that's, that's how you build a brand, man. And so I think he's doing so much for the swag. You can't, you can't say that exactly. he ain't swag. You can't. And I ain't swack. Who is swack? I ain't swack. You know, and to, to that point, um, I was just listening to something else. I was watching Roland Martin, and he showed a clip of Dion talking about, I think Dion was on uh, HBCU Central or Today or some, some like HBCU like uh, sports talk show. And Dion was bringing to the point, uh, bringing it to the forefront and making the point that you got, HBCUs taking crumbs, monetarily speaking, to go play these money games at the big institutions, mm-hmm. right. as opposed to schools like Marshall or other smaller schools, but not non-HBCU schools. He gave an example how Marshall got 1.5 to go play at Notre Dame, and like App State got 1. Point, I'm sorry, 1.5 million, excuse me, mm-hmm. uh, to go play at at uh, at South in South Bend at Notre Dame and uh, App State, Appalachian State. 1.4 to play Texas A&M. And um, getting a few thousand, a few, get, get few hundred thousand. And like 400,000, I think, I forget what school it was. So it was, uh, might have been Alabama, no, FAM. That's what it was, FAMU got 450,000 to play at North Carolina. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and I think I think the largest one was actually, I think. Uh, and North Southern, Carolina paid App State more, more. to play them. Right. And I was like, what, a week later? Yep. So, and he's like, you know, he being Dion is like, do we need to have, like, that's a problem. Like, you know, we, we're out here, our players are just as important, and, you know, to, to us and, and their well-being just important us as App State's players are. And I, we got our guys getting, you know, maybe we might lose two, three guys because they're playing a, a big school mm-hmm. like that or they're getting beat down. I got to deal with the psychological ramifications of the beat down. You got to deal with the physical beat, the aspects, the, the physical aspects of the beat down, so on and so forth. And we're doing it for four hundred fifty thousand dollars. And then when they get the four hundred fifty thousand, it doesn't just go straight to the football department. It's no, spread that's everybody. They got it right. Gotta take Entire athletic everybody. department. Yeah. He, he's like, look, that money. Look, that's our bodies out there. That money needs to come to the to the NFL or not the NFL. Excuse me, to the football department. So I just thought it was some interesting points he brought up with that. And but to the points, and I'm saying that. When Dion does stuff, it's not about Alabama State or it's not about his own individual school. It's not about Jackson State. It's about doing things for the entirety of the HBCU. And um, uh, it's a shame that those two guys bump heads, but by the same token, it makes 
an interesting, it keeps a bit of an eye on HBCU mm-hmm. and it might make it interesting enough to where, hey, you know, maybe some eyes, you know, uh, with TV or whatever might come their way and they can get some, some, you know, some contracts or whatever the case might be because, um, you know, notoriety is important in HBUs. If there's anything that they suffer from, it's just them being known, um, you know, across the nation, not just amongst, you know, African-American uh, students and former students. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's the truth. And, you know, and like I've been trying to explain to some people who've been like, man, he he really only doing something for Jackson State. Well, that's really all he's supposed to do something for. Right. That's, the, <laughs> right. that's the institution that right. he's he's coaching. His job is not to revive the entire conference. His job is to create what he's creating at Jackson State. But he's bringing light to the entire conference. And it's up to the individual institutions to follow that i feel my institution has tried to get in the mix of these things by hiring hugh jackson you know now you know we tried to go even further with hugh bringing in art brows but then that was shut down very quick but you know but hey you know like i feel we took the step to get to that level as well now hugh got to do his job of being better at what he's doing he ain't prime. No, that's it's just that simple. He ain't prime, but you know, like it's up to the other institutions to do with that, what they deem necessary to build off the spotlight that he's put on the conference. Yeah. You know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta give, you gotta give you some time. Remember yeah, when, yeah. when Dion got there, uh, you know, it wasn't like it is now. You know, he, Dion he got that. Get... He got there at the right time. Yeah, right, right. Because <laughs> he had the pandemic. He got the pandemic year. And like he, so it appears he never really, he had the one that, that was the spring though. Right. Like, and then the fall he. And they went, off. I think they went like they two won. and three. In they the spring. In the yeah. spring, that spring season. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was able to get more bodies in, and then they, yeah. they, they had their run, went undefeated in the SWAC last year, yeah. lost in the Celebration Bowl, and then you got what, what's going on now. So and, let's give it, glad give you it mentioned that. It's still only one SWAC winner that Celebration Bowl, too, just to be clear. You guys, are, yeah. you guys are the only ones that have won the Celebration Bowl? Only ones. Only ones. Only ones. You know, only ones. All right. Wait, let's, uh, let's move on to picks here. And uh, I think it was a rough weekend for all of us. Uh, I went one, one, and one. You went one, one, and one. Uh, mm-hmm. Glenn, you went one and two, I believe. Wow, wow, wow! That's right, I'm gaining ground, gaining and, ground. Uh, though you got that, you got that <laughs> South Florida one, man. That was a good, good pick there. <laughs> and uh, I went one and no, I went oh two and one. Oh wow. Goddamn bears. Bears, man. Don't give up the dang two points. <laughs> so uh Glenn, you're still the leader at nine and six. Smoke, you're at seven, seven, and one. And too close, too close. I'm three, <laughs> ten, and two, and that's not that's that's a that's good spot. Not good. <laughs> not good at all. Uh so let's start here. I guess I gotta go first. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna take the bears. At uh, at even, I'm going to take 
Uh, Cincinnati minus one and a half. What are Bengals playing? Steelers. They are playing uh, the Saints. Oh, Saints, 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 and uh, I'm gonna take the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers minus eight against Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Smoke, who you got? Okay, I'm gonna go to GM. Let me. Kansas, are they without many guys this weekend? Would you happen to know? What, the Chiefs? Kansas uh, Jayhawks. Oh, Jayhawks. College. I'm not certain about the injury history, no. You know, know what? I don't even care. They're, They're nine-point underdog to Oklahoma. I'm at taking home. them plus nine. Are they at home or in Oklahoma? They're, they're Oklahoma, but. Right. We got to go the other way. Oklahoma's not not looking good the last couple of weeks. Trash. Right. That's why it's right for this to turn around on this game. <laughs> uh I must go another college. I'm gonna go Tennessee plus seven. There you go. Home dog, Rick Down Rivalry, go balls. Hey, young, I think it's I ain't SEC. Who's SEC? <laughs> I ain't SEC. Who is SEC? <laughs> and I'm going to go one NFL. And I'm going to go Bears even as well. Wow. Uh, GM, who you got? I'm going to do one pro. I'm going to take the Ravens minus six. Against the uh, Hiantes, the Giants. Uh, to college, I'm going to. I'm feeling a little orange, so I'm going to go Illinois home. Or I'm sorry, not home, but Illinois plus six and a half uh, over Minnesota. Gophers. Yeah. Actually, I think Illinois might be at home. I think they are home dog. They're at home. They're at home. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would take that home dog. What they didn't plan, I would take them. And uh, I usually stay away from it, man, but I'm so vested emotionally right now. And actually, I'm in a F you kick their ass kind of mode. I'm going to take my Tennessee Volunteers plus seven, another plus seven home dog against the Tide. Oh, damn, Tide. Illinois is really ranked. What the hell is going yeah, on? 24th. Yeah. Roll damn time. 24th and a dog, a home dog. That's yes. Yeah. Well, Tennessee's what six in their home dog. Well, come on, man. And Alabama was out. What's the name not playing? Well, we don't know yet. He didn't play last week, but uh, they messed up my night, uh, my nighttime parlay last weekend. Wow. I, I think him. he's officially out this game. Is, is he already out? I believe. Uh, all right. Well, maybe he's not. All right. Well, good luck to everybody. That's going to do it for this week's edition of the Easy Smoke and the GM Podcast. I want to thank everyone for listening. We greatly appreciate it. You can catch our podcast at Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon, or wherever you find your favorite podcast. You can also catch us at hp53productions.com. There you'll find a link to our podcast and the Super Duper podcast hosted by Rob Griggs 
and the Father Good podcast hosted by Marshall Givens and Kenny Stevenson. Yo, Glenn. Yep, yep. Please take us out. Hey, like I always say, I ain't saying I'm right. Just seriously, like Devontae Adams wrong. <laughs> Dead wrong. And if I ain't swack, who is? <laughs> who is? Swack. See you next week. Thank you.